Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, a review of the All Black season is underway, we're told, with New Zealand Rugby already voicing their support for Ian Foster, who this year has won 12 of his 15 Test matches. To take a closer look at the All Blacks and uh, the Super Rugby squads, and even the NPC is Faunal uh, Ken Laban, rugby player, rugby league player, policeman, community worker, local body politician, most researched rugby uh, commentator through all the levels of the game that I know, captain of the Big Eight and lifetime president of the Republic of Wine, Nui Omata. Now that's a hell of an introduction for you, Ken Laban. Good morning to you. It is, it is indeed, mate. Good morning. Nice to be on your show, Smith. Yep. Yeah, Ken, uh, and every one of them's true, by the way. Uh, no, no all-black coach has, um, has ever been sacked mid-contract, and we're not even suggesting that really, to be fair, but it's been a tough finish to the year for Ian Foster. There's no doubt about that. Yes, yeah, and I think that um, you know neither of us are saying anything new um, with regard to that. And as you point out, um, from a KPI perspective, I don't know how he's being measured, but I assume um, twelve and three. What's that, mate? Eighty percent um, retain the Bledisloe Cup. Um, success with um, with the rugby nation, uh, with the rugby championship. Um, so I suppose um, wins over loss at eighty percent is not too bad. Um, two of the three majors um, tours uh, are not so bad. But if we extrapolate out um, what many of us are doing, um, take the two South African tests out, uh, take the French and the Irish test out, and measure that. Uh, independent of the um, um, of the other tests that they play in 2021, then uh, the numbers pretty much set sort of one and one and three, don't they? 25 percent uh, with a close loss to um, South Africa, um, a loss to Ireland, and seemingly no improvement with their loss to France um, on the weekend. With a very interesting, uh, I have to say, starting lineup chosen. Um, for that game indeed. Okay, so Ken, where for you um, are we going wrong? Is there a common theme across those three vital test matches that we lost? Is it is it a physicality thing? Uh, is it a game plan thing? Uh, I mean, you know, is it is it simple to pinpoint? Um, it is a physicality, uh, absolutely. Smitty, you've hit it, you've hit it right on the head. Um, and rugby union, being obviously being the contact sport that it is. Um, if you don't win the contact or if you don't win the physical uh, exchanges, then ultimately you won't win the game. And uh, our muscled um, against South Africa, but we were still able to offer one and nearly able to pull off two wins 
Um, and that was, you know, that second best against Africa, that was out. That was without some key players um, as well. Uh, they did, um, so the All Blacks were very, were very competitive. But physically, this got out. They just got out gunned at um, Ruck and Mall time. Uh, they got out gunned with the carries from uh, Ireland. Um, and they, and as you know, as we all know, they came straight down the middle as well. Um, and against France, exactly the same. Um, I think I was a little bit surprised with the result against uh, Ireland, um, but I wasn't surprised at all with the result um, against France. Everybody's been talking about France the last couple of years, um, Smithy. They won the world under 20s in 2018 and 2019. And um, people that I know, or you and I both know, that were involved with um, covering, uh, <clears throat> covering those tournaments all came back and said that they're going to be the big force um, coming through, terrific young side, and they had um, they had I think four players from the 2018 team were in the in the team on the weekend, and I didn't get a chance to look over their 2019 squad. But Intermac, uh, who was a star uh, on the weekend, he, <clears throat> the boy's been a star since he was 16, 17 uh, years old, and he's been coming through the age grade uh, thing. So not surprised um, to see to see the kid play going so well. And um, as far as their presence uh, at the breakdown, we, you know, it's not often you see um, Nepalalala and, um, uh, and Joe Moody and um, Ritalik and Whitelock altered around uh, at Rucker more time the way that they were um, on the weekend. So yeah, physicality absolutely. I didn't, um, I didn't think it was a smart move at all to go into the game without Blackadder at six. And without Dalton Papa Lee, I thought that Blackhead of Papa Lee and Adi Saab had been our best back three in uh, 2021. Um, all aggressive, all physical, all up for all up for a big contest and all in terrific form um, as well. I was I was staggered that um, Hardy was the only one out of that outstanding back three um, that started. I also thought it was a mistake to let Paddy Tupolotu. Um, Lee Verley, given he's got that presence with the ball <clears throat> that can really trouble some of those Northern Hemisphere teams because he's a very strong, aggressive runner um, as well. So, you know, I do think that the issues that they've got are, um, are fixable. I don't think Foster's going to be sacked given they reappointed him only, um, only in August. Um, but we need to see some positive signs in 2022 ahead of the World Cup in 23, don't we, mate? We sure do, Ken. Uh, I, was, I was just about to ask you if it was if physicality, physicality is fixable in the brain or in the body. In other words, do we have uh, do we have ageing bodies and we need younger bodies hitting those rucks, etc.? Um, or do we change the attitude and the mental side of things for those incumbents? Uh, I guess that's a, a big decision for them right now. Yes, it is. Um, and I think obviously the players all we're talking about boys too that have you know they've had a lot of success in the sport uh as well. So um so so they'll be very dark and I thought Colsey um pretty much pretty much reflected that. Um, you know, I thought his candidness and his honesty. Um at the end we weren't here, we got pushed around, um, we needed to have done better. Um so they you know, so obviously they know and understand themselves. Why would what happened, you know, what, what was going on. You know yourself when you're battling backwards in the middle of the ruck and um, things aren't going well and you're used to going forward. Um, and 
as you say, well, you know, mentally, well, I think I, I think they can get back there. They're not going to they're not going to be terrific players one year and crack the next. So um, I do think that the issues that they have amongst the players that they've got in the group are um, are fixable. Right. Okay. Um, one of the things that uh, I know Grant Fox uh, earlier in the year was uh, quite vocal about was trying to find mobile props. In other words, props that are good ball carriers who can contribute across the park. I mean, when you only have five or six scrums in the first hour uh, and then you change your props, how effective have they been if they're not involved in the other areas of the game? Uh, I'm not sure we answered that question. No, do we need to give one or two of the younger guys in the squad a decent run at it? Yeah, I thought that Tyro Lomax had a pretty good tour um, as well, considering he was a young guy with a question mark, in my view, at the beginning of the international um, season. He scrummaged well. He hit well at uh, Rucker Moor time, and uh, he started to carry the ball um, a little bit more as well, and it's for 130 uh, kilograms. And he's still, what, I think, 12 or 13, 12 or 13 tests. So um, I think he could be a major threat for um, for 2023 um, as well. George Bauer and, uh, and Ethan De Groot um, as well look um, very, very good uh, as well. So, yeah, it's an interesting debate that you raise. The front row is Smithy um, that they need to. Uh, they need to contribute um, more to the game. But, you know, conversations I've had with Foxy as well, he said, you know, any one of those six scrums can turn the game for us as well. So they've still got to be good at their core um, as well. But if they can add, if they can obviously become a threat with the ball, as a number of those French and Irish forwards uh, were right across uh, the park. Yeah, their ball, their ball carrying and their physicality was very, very impressive um, on the weekend. And that's basically where the game is now. If you don't match that physicality, you're not going to be successful. So... Um, you know, the All Blacks need to find a way to get players in tune, um, aggressive and competing hard. Ken, it used to be when uh, we were little guys with short pants on going to uh, respectively Scots College or Rongatai College, uh, to be away on an All Black team for the thick end of 15 weeks would have been a dream come true. Now uh, it seems it's uh, a, a bridge too far in the modern way of thinking. So is that a valid excuse, do you think? No, it's not. Not an excuse, you know. If, if you're not if you're not up to it, you know, hand your contract to somebody else. Um, that is that is what it is. Uh, those international games, they bring the big crowds, they bring the uh, the big venue, um, the, the big revenue in uh, to grow the game right across the um, right across the sport. The COVID thing has impacted everybody, um, everybody around the world. So, you know, I just see that as a pathetic excuse to keep raising it. Um, all the time it's a professional game, you pay to play, play. Mm. Okay, uh, the other thing of course, uh, we need, uh, it appears to me we need leadership, uh, we need a captain. Uh, okay, we've tinkered around this year, we've had five. Um, who's your captain? Who, who, I mean, he, he's got to make a decision two years out and say this is the, this is it. Uh, he's on the field, I'm off the field, this is the way we're going. Who's your man? Who, who's your man? Has he got a man? Jeez. That's a... I, mean, I don't. I don't know that I'm smart enough to answer that. Um, Smithy, I didn't realise. I didn't realise that we've had five captains. Um, five captains this year. Um, well, I suppose if you had to pick one on success and one on seniority, 
Um, Sam Whitelock makes um, Sam Whitelock makes a lot of sense. He's going to play 150 tests. Um, this position, the team is never going to be in any doubt. Um, and I think Sam Kane, wonderful player uh, that he is, but the noise is getting louder and louder for Dalton Papali to start every test match. Adi Savia himself is a quality number seven um, as well. So I suppose if I had to choose out of those five, my vote would go to Sam Whitelock. OK. Uh, Ken, um, other news away from the All Blacks. Uh, of course, the, uh, the Super Squads were uh, finalised yesterday or announced to us. Um, Moana Pacifica uh, has got an interesting squad. Uh, what have you made of the makeup of, of what uh, Aaron Major has been able to put together? Yeah, well, he's got the leftovers, really, hasn't he? Um, so the pick of the, um, of the New Zealand-based players and the contractor players and the elite players um, have all been taken by the other five um, franchises, and um, Aaron Major was a very solid-looking Hawks Bay Magpie um, look about his team and some other high-profile players um, as well, so they're the inexperienced uh, group. But I was just trying to think before, um, Smithy, so there's 12 teams in the comp and they've got a, a final series of eight. So you're on that basis, mate, you're a 66% chance to make the playoffs. So you made the playoffs with, you know, we laughed at Mox Southland, didn't we? He made the playoffs having won one game. I reckon you could win three games in Super Rugby and make the playoffs. And you could argue you've had a successful, um, you could have a successful season um, on that. So, you know, Moana Pacifica, I don't know. It's going to be very tough for them to win against any of the New Zealand franchises. I don't know how many times they're playing them. Um, but I'll give them a chance against a couple of the Australian ones. Ken, as always, uh, thanks very much for your honesty. Um, your upfront uh, is always appreciated and your research as well. So uh, thanks for joining us this morning uh, and uh, you've given us a bit to think about there. Cheers, man. Cheers, bud. Yeah, cheers. Uh, Ken Laban there and uh, very frank there on a couple of issues and uh, I totally agree. Uh, and I just got a text in too from Dino to say here, Ken and uh, Smithy, I'd bite my arm off to go away for any period of time to play for the All Blacks. It's only a short period of your life. Uh, and I can, uh, can vouch for that. When you look back on a relatively long career, it doesn't seem that long all of a sudden uh, when you've got so much of your life ahead of you. Uh, however, um, that's rugby. I'm a cricketer and I don't have to endure the physicality of it. But uh, had some uh, relatively long times away from home.